Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? It's Justin with another episode of In Case You Missed It. This is your recap of the weekly Facebook Live Ask Me Anything, Wednesday nights, Clovis Culture, 8 p.m., facebook.com slash theclovisculture. There is no AMA tonight, though. Sorry. Which is cool, which is part of the reason why I'm doing this in case you missed it today. So we'll have a new podcast episode that still comes out today, this in case you missed it. I will release today on the podcast. Yesterday, I released the episode with Will Clyden of Ojai Energetics, which is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It's still in my Instagram story, so you can swipe up just to go directly to the iTunes link for that podcast. He is a futurist, the CEO, founder of Ojai Energetics. We go crazy talking about all sorts of bananas things. He blew my mind a million times and it's everything you could ever hope or want or wish to know about CBD and CBD products. So go to the Clovis Culture, check out that episode with Will Clyden. Episode number 95 of the AMA, let's dig into that one. So first and foremost, I started with this concept of fitness. I am 100% certain at this point, I guess I can't say 100% certain, I can always have my mind changed with new evidence, but I am pretty sure that the mainstream has the entire concept of fitness completely wrong, 100% irrefutably wrong, okay? And the reason for that is 85% of the population is overweight and obese. So what happens is we take fitness as we know it, which was basically invented by athletes. If we look at things like like bodybuilding, go back to the um, uh, uh, Pumping Iron, the movie Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Ferrigno, talking about bodybuilding. A lot of what we know as fitness was invented by people who were trying to be very not human, if that makes sense, right? Like... The things you learn as a bodybuilder only translate to a very specific environment, which is the gym. If you take a guy who's a bodybuilder and bring him to a martial arts class, he's going to get the holy shit kicked out of him. If you put him as a bouncer at a bar, he is a very large man. He is very intimidating. He's very strong and powerful in the environment of the gym. He does not have functional strength. I have seen bodybuilding uh, door guys, bouncers in my music career, throw a punch and tear their bicep because their muscles literally don't work. So what I'm saying is most of what we know about fitness does not translate well to the average everyday population, certainly doesn't translate well to overweight and obese individuals. Why is that? Because we are using incorrect demands and getting incorrect adaptations. The, the whole goal of fitness, when you really think about it, is appropriate demand equals appropriate adaptation. We are looking for an adaptation from the body. So the example that I used in this AMA is push-ups. If you can only do five push-ups, then you do five push-ups, rest 20 seconds, and then do as many push-ups as you can. You'll probably only get maybe three push-ups. Rest 20 seconds. Try again. You might only get one push-up before you fail. Now, you have done a grand total of 14 push-ups instead of 10. This is an appropriate demand on the body. Your body will adapt to this. But if you were to do 100 push-ups when you can only normally do 10 push-ups, if you just suffer through 100 push-ups and it takes you all day to do it and tons of rest time in between, right? You're doing sets of push-ups all day long. The next day you wake up, you can't even move because your chest hurts so bad, right? That is an inappropriate demand on the body which will yield an inappropriate adaptation. You have hurt yourself. Not only is this not beneficial, it is actually harmful. 
This is what I'm talking about with fitness. 99.99999% of what we teach people is harmful fitness. This is why I am so terrified every year when January 1st com comes around and people do New Year's resolutions and they go to Planet Fitness and they lift weights for an hour and then do an hour on the treadmill and then they're sore. And they might be able to keep this bullshit up for two or three days before they decide that they hate the gym and they're destined to be fat for the rest of their life and they eat a pint of ice cream and they never cancel their membership and Planet Fitness makes $120 a year off them, which drives me crazy, okay? So this is what I was talking about. We have fitness wrong. Fitness is much, much simpler, much, much easier, far more enjoyable than you think it is. I don't care if you can only do two bodyweight squats and you have to hold onto a doorknob to do it. Do those two bodyweight squats. Rest 20 seconds. Try to get one more bodyweight squat. That's your squat workout for the day. That's what your body is prepared for, okay? So understand this, we have to start placing appropriate demand if we want appropriate adaptation on the body. So here's what I told people. Sit down on the floor, get up off the floor without using your hands. If you can't do that, you're not ready for intense exercise. If you can't get up off the floor without using your hands, I'll make it even harder. Sit down and put your hands above your head. Get up off the floor that way with your hands above your head. If you can't do these things, you have no business walking into a boot camp workout or P90X or Insanity or CrossFit or any other bullshit that you think you need. Your body is not prepared for that. Inappropriate demand will yield inappropriate response from the body. Harmful fitness versus beneficial fitness. You gotta get it out of your head that you are or ever are going to be a fucking professional athlete. This is not what most, we have a, a population that's 85% overweight and obese. Let's just understand this. Stop taking advice from your favorite fitness influencer who's constantly showing his six pack abs on his website and saying, want abs like mine? Oh, you're 350 pounds? Just do my workout and you'll get abs like I do. No, this is nonsense. We cannot keep doing this, everybody. We simply can't. Inappropriate demand equals inappropriate fucking response. I'm so over the fitness industry, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. Some of you are out there kicking your ass every day miserable. And guess what? CrossFit people do this too. Healthy, fit people with six-pack abs that I know personally will just suffer injury after injury. CrossFit six days a week. I do CrossFit six days a week. This is my identity. This is my identity. I go to the gym every day at 5 a.m. and run on the treadmill for an hour. This is my identity. This is my identity. How many CrossFitters do you know that stick to this for decades safely without injury? None. I'll tell you, none, you know none. I know no high-level CrossFitters who have never been injured. Not a one, not a one. And I know people who do this for a living, okay? So un we have to understand this fitness thing. And this now I'm ranting again, but this literally AMA number 95 was me just ranting. Guess what? For most of you watching this video, look me in my face. Most of you watching this video, five push-ups is a workout for you. That's not meant to be demotivating. That's meant to be fucking realistic. Okay, we have to meet ourselves where we are. You have to meet your body where you are. For some of you, sitting down on the ground and getting up without using your hands will be impossible. So maybe your workout for the day is to sit down on the ground next to your bed and use your bed to help you get up off the ground and just sit down and get up three or four times. That's your workout for the day, okay? You don't get to go from obese, type two diabetic to a CrossFit athlete in an hour. The time it takes you to drive to the gym and sign up and they put a barbell in your hand. This will not work for you. I assure you, okay? So this was the majority of AMA number 95 was me talking about this and how sick it makes me because I love you and I want you to be happy. 
And you're just placing inappropriate demand, inappropriate demand, inappropriate demand in your body over and over and over and over again, okay? So if you wanna learn how to get fit, and I promise you, here's the crazy thing. If you can only do five push-ups, working out like I'm telling you to will yield you better physique results than going and doing CrossFit. I promise you, okay? So hit me up. Go to IamClovis.com slash start and let's work together and I can simplify the shit out of your life and stop having you be miserable and hurting yourself, okay? And then I went to rant about personal trainers and group fitness instructors and dietitians who are overweight and obese. Here's the thing. Love the skin you're in, I get all that. You should love yourself, you should have self-love, do inner child work, go to therapy, whatever you need to do to love yourself. That doesn't mean you need to love the fact that you're a type two diabetic and 100 pounds overweight, okay? What has happened now is the mainstream advice is so astronomically wrong that we have registered dietitians, nutritionists, personal trainers and group fitness instructors who are overweight and obese. In fact, the rate of overweight and obesity amongst registered dietitians is worse than the general public. What? Think about that for a second. If you're a registered dietitian, you need to know just offhand right now that 90% of what you were taught in school is wrong and you need to accept that fact. But what happens instead, literally, I don't know if I'm calling somebody out in particular, but I know I saw this on Google. You can Google overweight dietitians overweight nutritionists, overweight personal trainers, and you will find a bunch of blogs of people who have dedicated their lives to getting acceptance for overweight dietitians. There's one I think that's called Confessions of an Overweight Nutritionist. This person takes clients and gives them advice. What? How is this humanly possible? So I ranted about that, because that should not be allowed, okay? Shouldn't, move on from that, that's crazy. Crazy, 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 don't take advice from anybody that you don't wanna look like, okay? It's really that simple. Now. Then we got into journaling. What is my process of journaling? And my non-negotiable process of journaling is every morning, stream of consciousness. This is from the book, The Artist's Way. Three pages, stream of consciousness, no prompts or anything like that, just literal stream of consciousness, any, anything I can think of. Three pages, first thing in the morning. This is called morning pages, if you wanna Google it. That's what I do, that's my non-negotiable. But you should always have a journal close by, always, always, and use it anytime you have feelings come up, particularly family situations gone wrong, breakups, something goes bad at work, if you go on a trip to a foreign location and learn about yourself, uh, if you have a heavy psychedelic trip, remember uh, integration is more important than the experience itself and you need to integrate and journal every day after that. Journal anytime you can think of it, the more the better. If you journal for five minutes, fine. If you journal three pages in the morning, awesome. If you journal at night before bed, awesome, awesome. You don't need a protocol from me to tell you how to journal. When feelings come up, write them down. That's how you journal. Then somebody that plays recreational sports was having trouble sleeping, so I talked about how to get good quality sleep, the standards of sleep hygiene, which is no screens an hour or two before bed. If you're gonna look at screens, you need blue blockers, you need your environment to be cold, you need your environment to be dark, don't have a big giant meal before bed. This person works out before bed, which makes things a little harder because there is a cortisol spike, an adrenaline spike, because he plays recreational sports, which are competitive, right? So a little trick there is hot, cold showers, meaning you get in the shower as hot as it can go for 30 seconds, as cold as it can go for 30 seconds. Do this 10 times, 10 rotations, hot to cold, ending on cold, and you will sleep like a baby, I promise you. One other quick trick is if you're playing competitive sports and you burn out a bunch of glucose, a bunch of glycogen in that competitive sport, this goes against Clovis protocol, but again, I'm talking specifically to athletes here, people that are really doing these hard sports at night. You can do about a half tablespoon of raw honey and about a half tablespoon or even a full tablespoon of MCT oil. This will give your brain all the fuel it needs via glucose and exogenous ketones, which will help you stay asleep. This person was saying they wake up in the middle of the night. This will help you stay asleep. 
I think my guest just arrived. I got a friend coming to visit me. So awesome, I'm gonna wrap this up, but if all else fails, grab Doc Parsley Sleep Remedy, do these lifestyle changes along with that, and you'll be in much, much better shape. If you need me, you know where to find me, justin at iamclovis.com, iamclovis.com slash start to work with me today, get your fitness under control, and I love you guys. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Go listen to the, the Will Clyden podcast, and this podcast will be live today in case you missed it. All right, bye guys. Bye.